Welcome to the DJE Podcast, where you will learn about real estate investing from real life examples. Here's your host, Devin Elder. Hello and welcome to the show. Today's guest is Levy Brackman. He's got a platform called InBone. It's a capital raising platform for sponsors. It's also a passive investing platform for investors. And it's a really unique model um, where they're going through something called uh, a CF uh, capital raise. For, for This is Reg CF. This is kind of new information to me. So I learned a lot, but you can basically raise money from the public with some very low minimums. Um, and it's very compelling from both the sponsor perspective and from the passive investor perspective, getting into deals with maybe extremely low minimums rather than you know $100,000 or $50,000 that we see a lot of time in apartment syndications. So it was an educating conversation for me. I learned a lot, um, and I think you're going to enjoy the conversation. Before we jump in, if you are not currently seeing deals from our firm, from DJE, and you want to see those deals that we're putting out, you can go to djetexas.com to register and get uh, some information, case studies, and, and get on the list, so to speak. Secondly, if you have interest in going out and being a deal operator, going out and buying and running these deals yourself, we created apartmenteducators.com as a full ecosystem to do that, plugging you in, plugging you in with the coaching, the connections, showing you how to raise the capital, structure the deals, the whole thing, soup to nuts, just like we're doing now today in today's marketplace. So if that is appealing to you, there's an eight-part video series that I teach that you can get for free at apartmenteducators.com. Check that out. Okay, let's dive into this episode with Levy. Levy, welcome to the show. How are you? Nice to see you. A pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Devin. Absolutely. So we've been uh, talking back and forth over the last couple of months here about uh, about your platform, about real estate, crowdfunding, all these things. We'll, we'll get into that. But first, for the audience here, a little bit of your story. Where are you from? What's your background? How'd you end up in this real estate game? I'm originally from England. Uh, so that's where I was born, 1978. So I'm in my 40s. Great year. Uh, great year. And, and you know, I was brought up at North London. Um, it's interesting, my background, and my father was a scientist. He had a PhD in chemistry, and my mother was a teacher slash musician. And there was never really much money around. As a matter of fact, what I say is the refrain I heard most often uh, as a kid was, we can't afford it. Uh, right. So, so we, although my parents were highly educated, money wasn't the thing that they cared about. And there were nine of us. So the solution to a threadbare carpet in our house was a, a rug rather than a new carpet. Seven children in England. Nine. No, nine. So 11 in the family. Yeah. So, yeah, I was one of nine uh, and I'm right in the middle. So I'm number five. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely in the middle. Okay. So is there like a middle child syndrome amplified to the nth degree? <laughs> I, mean, uh, I won't admit it, but perhaps you, you can decide. <laughs> I'm the second of five. So I got a, I'm, I'm in the bell curve. Right. But, um, interesting nine. Okay. I like it. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, that's kind of where I was brought up and, and my mother was very, very religious. So she wanted us all to become rabbis, which is actually what happened. So that was my first career was as a rabbi. I actually had a congregation in North London. Oh wow. Uh, 
yeah, eventually I had, I got the bug to, um, to, to do entrepreneurship and I did it as a rabbi. So I moved to the United States and started my own synagogue, mm-hmm. which led me into nonprofit work and helping kids kind of figure out their purpose in life. Where did you land in the U S when you came over in Colorado? So I actually moved to this what was really impetus for, for, for Colorado. My brother lived there. My brother married a, 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 a woman who hailed from Colorado originally, and they moved there. And he would taunt me with all the, you know, he would call me and he would say, Hey, uh, guess what's in the background here? You know, my kids are playing on the swings and I see snow-capped mountains, beautiful blue skies. And I was in London, I'd look out the window and it was raining. <laughs> so eventually he said, you know, why don't you move out here? Uh, this opportunity. And so I did. Outstanding. Okay. When, and when was that? 2005. Okay. So, you know, fast forward a, a bit, he ended up doing a PhD in psychology. And along the way, I got really fascinated by data science uh, and AI. And uh, I wanted to, to practice uh, AI on big data. So I ended up getting a job for a corporation called Travelport, which is a really big data company uh, in mm-hmm. the travel space. Um, and um, as a individual contributor, uh, and fast forward um, uh, three years, I was being offered the job at Priceline uh, in Connecticut as a senior director reporting into the sea level. Uh, and uh, I took that job and I moved to Connecticut and I wanted to buy a house here in Connecticut. So I'd already, already owned two properties in Colorado, um, uh, both which I had bought, bought as my primary residence and I didn't sell them. And I was looking to buy my third property here in Colorado. So this is 2019. So we've kind of gone from 1978 to 2019. <laughs> yeah, in, uh, in, uh, two minutes. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So here, here I am trying to buy it. At, and it's actually, I'm, I'm renting this property and I want to buy it from the landlord. And the landlord knows how much I earn. So he's really kind of upping the price and he thinks he has me as a captive audience. Don't forget, this is before like COVID. So, sure. you know, properties weren't crazy at that point. Uh, so, and I was trying to negotiate with him and it really got me thinking really deeply about real estate and, you know, how people buy real estate and homeowners and who makes all the money off real estate. And um, I realized that this thing called real estate equity in, and homeowner equity was a massive asset class, which a lot of people had and owned part of, but was totally illiquid. So I was trying to figure out a way and how can, how can we kind of bring liquidity to this asset class and how can we allow homeowners you know, maybe crowdfund for their for their down payment or people who own homes, how could they kind of sell pieces of their equity? And it turns out that there are some companies which are willing to do this for you, um, but they're really, really expensive. Um, homeowners don't realize that when they sell their equity to these companies, they're really, I mean, when you turn it into an interest rate, an annual interest rate, I mean, these guys are making an IRR of 30%. I mean, it's great for the people. Yeah, it's really, really good for the for the for the companies which are giving the cash for the equity, but it's not so good for the homeowners. And these are which like got, owner occupied, you know, you want own occupied your house worth a million, your, your notes, 500 K and you've got yeah. half a million of unrealized equity. And you can, I guess at a pretty expensive clip, you can extract yeah. some of that equity. Interesting. Yeah. They'll give you $300,000, but they'll want like 30% of the upside or they'll want, you know, instead of 30% of the equity, they'll want 45 or 50% of the equity, you know? And so it's sitting on a second lien. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. They actually is structured as an options contract. So it's not, and then they have a lien against the options contract. So it's an interesting kind of structure. Um, and, and it worked for some people. I just thought that it was fundamentally unfair. And which got me thinking about 
a marketplace for this kind of thing. <laughs> and I ran the numbers. I was a data scientist and I ran the numbers and I realized that this could be very good for real estate owners. And at the same time, you know, very good for investors. Uh, if we were able to create what I consider to be a efficient market right. where people can buy and sell real estate equity. And, you know, to, uh, that was, that was December, 2019. Uh, I ended up buying another house, not the one I, I, I from my landlord, because the house right across the street went on the market. They wanted uh, less than half the price for it, so I just bought that, uh, and uh, and I I got into this space and I incorporated in um, in February 2020, and then COVID hit, uh, but COVID didn't slow down real estate, so I went all in in uh, September 2020, and I've been working on it since. Outstanding. So we had the. The COVID strike in March and then the whole world collapsing and then an immediate, you know, kind of recovery from all the uh, money printing and liquidity and EIDL loans that were deployed. And so yeah. you were kind of catching that tailwind into, into launching your business. Yeah. And real estate, real estate was going crazy. Uh, and I just realized that, you know, it's probably not going to stop. So, you know, I was tentative. Should, should I really go all in? Is this a good time to kind of leave one stable income and, and, right. and go into a startup. And it never uh, is. Well, for me, I thought, you know, this is actually, it was an excellent time. If there was good. ever a good time, it was then. Good. Excellent. So talk to us, uh, talk to the audience here and me uh, about this platform and what, um, you know, what is the utility? What's the value proposition of it? So it really is the same thing, uh, which is really like anyone who owns real estate, uh, or wants to buy real estate, as long as it's held in an LLC, can approach us. And if it's if it's a deal which uh, is is good for investors, you know we can list it on the marketplace, and people can raise up to five million dollars a year. So it's good for smaller deals. And it's good for bigger deals, and um, and then offer that to investors, and investors can come and look at it and decide whether they want to invest or not. If it's a good deal, investors will invest. Uh, so. Um, uh, you know, that, that's, that's the fundamental concept. It's still there the same. We, we want to go after the homeowner occupied market as well, although that's not our main focus right now. Eventually, we'll get there. Right now, it's a marketplace for any kind of real estate investment opportunity. So if you want to raise money for real estate, um, then you can do that on our marketplace. If you want to invest in real estate, you can do it in our marketplace. Fantastic. So a couple of questions in my mind, and I know some of our audience that is familiar with uh, multifamily syndications like our mm -hmm. firm does, or like a lot of people um, I invest with do, typically done under this uh, SEC exemption. So yep. we're not selling a security. You got a 506B exemption, very common, where you're able to raise money from uh, folks you have an existing relationship with, pre-existing relationship and a 506C that, that allows you to advertise and only raise from accredited investors. Um, but your offering, our, your platform, I'm understanding is a little bit different because this is a public offering. Yeah. What are the, what are the SEC um, you know, chapters that you're kind of leveraging there to, to be able to put out an offering? You know, if I go buy, I go say, um, in theory, we're going to go build six townhomes and we're going to raise $2 million to do it here's a pro forma and everything and our track record, I'm going to put it on the platform. I can raise money from folks, you know, I guess globally, right? How does, how does that? Yeah. Out? From anyone actually. So 
what we've done is, and this was kind of part of the complication in what we were doing, is that we wanted to make sure that it was available to anyone to invest in it. Interesting. You know, so because not, a, not accredited status. What about nationality? Is this U.S. only? Is this global? No, it can be anyone uh, globally as well. As long as as long as you, um, well, th- there's a little bit more of a significant, you know, KYC know your customer, know your customer uh, requirement sure. for people who are, you know, living in in Europe or elsewhere. Sure. But an- anyone can invest. Actually, <laughs> besides for there's only one state in the union where people can't invest from, and that's New York State. Well, and that's because that's a technicality that will change. But sure. currently, people from New York State cannot invest if you if your address is new york state you cannot invest in uh, on invo but everyone else in the union can um, and internationally as well and and so you let's go through this there's 506c which is as you mentioned zone you have to be verified your credit 506b you cannot advertise but there are 35 um uh, non-accredited sophisticated investors to roll out then there's reg a which is up to 75 million. You can raise up to $75 million um, and you can raise from anyone. Or per offering? I think that's per offering. I think that's per offering. I'm not, I'm not a, an SEC attorney, but. Neither am I, we should note. Yeah. But uh, we're just having a a discussion here. Yeah. And, and, And then between Reg A, which involves quite a bit of filing with the SEC and it requires SEC approval. So between Reg A and a 506 B and C is this thing called Reg CF which is regulation crowdfunding and regulation. Ah, okay. Reg CF. This is good. Okay. Yeah. So Reg CF allows people to raise up to $5 million in any 12 month period from anyone. So including non-accredited investors, as long as it's offered through a broker dealer or a funding portal. Interesting. Yeah. And That's a perfect. Yeah. And a funding portal is basically a legal entity registered with the SEC, a member of FINRA and the funding portal has an obligation to make sure that no fraud is done so that the, the public um, it, aren't going to uh, be defrauded from the offering. And so as long as it's done through a funding portal, and that's our legal designation, so Invone, our marketplace is a funding portal, as long as it's done through the funding portal, so all the money is, is collected through the funding portal. And actually, the, as a funding portal, we're not an, allowed to actually hold any of the money. So all the money is put into a third-party escrow account. Right. Which is transferred at closing. Um, so as long as it's done through a funding portal, you can raise money from anybody. And now there are a bunch of well-known funding portals out there. There's Republic, WeFunder, uh, there's Mr. Wonderful and Shark Tank, people who know him. He's the face of Start Engine, which is another funding portal. What we are is fall in there. CrowdStreet actually is not a funding portal. They do five or six Bs and five or six Cs, right. and I think some reg A's. Right. Um, but then they're not a funding portal. Um, we're a funding portal only for real estate. So our focus is only, we only sell securities. So there are, they are securities, but we only sell securities, which are, um, it's actually not us selling it. So securities sold on our platform uh, have to be backed by real assets. So that's our, that's our criteria. So it's, it's a single purpose um, funding portal for real estate uh, investments. Yeah, it sounds it sounds really compelling. You know, I think we had talked on the phone a little while ago where, you know, our standard model for my firm is is you know at this point larger projects that kind of blow past that uh, five million dollar mark. But you know, there's one off projects that that we could do that seem like a really good fit. I mean, what's a what's a a good use case for this platform both for the investor that's launching the deal and for that 
passive investor that wants nothing to do with the hard work of sourcing real estate, but they know they should have some exposure in their portfolio of real estate. What, what's kind of a, you know, right down the fairway, ideal use case for your platform? So it's interesting because a lot of, a lot of people will do five or six C's and reg CF together. So even if you have a much bigger deal and you're doing a five or six C, you can take the hundred thousand dollar checks, $200,000 checks through your, you know, five or six C and then have part of the race through a reg CF so that you're able to open that to everybody. So that that's a pretty typical model. Now you can't do a five or six B and a reg CF, just to be clear. Yeah. Okay. Relationships that goes out the window. If you're publishing, publishing. Exactly. 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 So it's, it's kind of a, they they contradict each other. So, but you could do a five or six C and a reg CF. And so, I think anyone who wants to raise money, as long as they're willing to raise money from the general public and take those people on as investors, and I encourage everyone to do that because you know, part of what, what really drives me is this fundamental feeling of iniquity when it comes to real estate investments. Absolutely. It's yeah. such a good investment opportunity. And why is it that only the wealthy have you know, access. I, I, yeah, access to the best deals? You know, and, and by the time you know, the real t- retail guy gets it, he has to buy a REIT, which is, you know, it's the same thing as a bond. Yeah. Sure. So, so, you know, I, I, so I encourage anyone out there to find it in our heart to, to offer some of their deals to the public uh, through something like, uh, like our platform. Uh, so I would say any deal that you have, if it's offering a good return to investors, then, you know, we want to look at it and, and offer that to investors on, on our marketplace. Sure. Um, in terms of the passive investor, well, what I'm hoping is that they can show up and they can kind of basically assemble their own real estate portfolio, just like one of the big guys. Right. So they can come along and say, hey, I want a bit of multifamily. I want a bit of mobile home park. I want a bit of single family. You know, what about some storage units? <laughs> right. uh, maybe some homeowner occupied. That's a pretty low risk. You know, when we, when we get that onto the marketplace, that's the homeowner owns it. It might not be cash flowing, but, you know, appreciation. And it's taken care of and it's lower risk. So, you know, you can put together your real estate portfolio on our marketplace, mm-hmm. you know, pick and choose the bits that you want. And you can really build, you know, for five, ten thousand dollars a pretty nice diversified real estate portfolio of private investments. That's fantastic. Yeah. Geographically diversified, sponsored, yeah. diversified. It sounds like the minimums for the passive investor are set quite low. Is that set by the sponsor? Is it set by your platform? How does that work? It's set by the sponsor. You know, we recommend it to be not not higher, the minimum not higher than a thousand dollars. Sure. Now, if you want to go lower, that's fine too. But you know, we want people to be able to invest. If I launch a project, um, you know, we're we're buying XYZ piece of real estate. Um, this is the return profile. Raise a million bucks. We get uh, hundred investors the administration of those investors, distributions, everything, how does that flow work? So currently um, we're we're partnering with companies like Juniper Square and and Agora and some others who who will, who will, you know, they have platforms which manage those things. Right. Eventually we'll, you know, we'll probably want to build out something ourselves um, and we're looking at options for that and can't talk too much about it, but um, uh, we'll want to do that going forward. But, it, it's like you manage any investors. It's the same thing. Uh, it should be a seamless upload from when you finish the raise on Invone to the upload um, of all those investors and their contact details, et cetera, into one of these other platforms. And then, 
you know, however you would manage your other investors, you would manage them. But they are your investors. It's a key difference between us and, and some of the other deals, that are, the other companies out there, sure. where they basically have a roll-up vehicle and the investors remain the investors of the platform. In our situation, we're just facilitating the raise. We're, sure. They're not our investors. They're your investors. That's extremely compelling. I mean, uh, for both parties uh, to, to, to have that kind of a setup. Yeah. Um, to, let's, uh, from the sponsor side, what, uh, you know, you've got a project, let's say in contract, it's a million dollar capital raise. You're bringing it to you and your team and your platform. What's the onboarding process for getting that deal live? Because as you know, uh, real estate is, is uh, quite often very time sensitive. You know, the deals, uh, the, the good deals need to be acted upon quickly and close quickly. And a lot of times we're, we're using um, this kind of just-in-time capital model where we're not sitting on $10 million to deploy. We're waiting to find a deal, lock it up in contract, and then raise the capital, which is pretty tight turnaround. So what does is, what is the, the onboarding process look like when somebody brings a deal to your platform? So we can really work as quickly as, as the sponsor is willing to work. Um, it, it, it's a pretty straightforward deal. We have all the, all the legal documents. If you want to use all our legal documents in our templates, we have those available uh, with a number of different uh, options of water, waterfall um, distributions. So usually you'll go out there and you'll spend, you know, with an attorney, you know, 10, 15,000, maybe $20,000 on legal documents. We actually have all the templates available, a bunch of forms you fill out and they, they basically pre-populate the legal documents. So we need... You know, if you can fill out all those documents quickly uh, and then, you know, we'll review them. And then there's some finding you need to do with the SEC, which is relatively straightforward. Again, create an Edgar account, basically get your your uh, application um, signed and notarized and then upload it to Edgar. And then you have an Edgar account. You put your form C together, which is the form which you need to file with the SEC ahead of the uh, of the um, ahead of the, the offering. But the SEC doesn't review your Form C. So it's just filed. And as soon as it's filed, you're good to go. We set up the escrow account, which takes you know, about 48 hours to go. Do we have to do some background checks and set up the escrow account? It takes 48 hours. Sure. And then you're live and accepting uh, investors. So uh, the whole thing could take, a, I would say, a week um, if, if you're really kind of on top of your, on top of your stuff. Sure. Um, two weeks. PPM takes a week or two. Yeah. You know, in a standard situation. So, yeah, that's... If you have, so we're doing a deal right now with act with 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 someone that's on a mobile home park, and um, they already have all the documents available because they did a five or six C. So right. we just take those documents, and it, it's basically the same thing. Right. So there's there's even less documents to do. To yeah, do. That's that's fantastic. That's yeah, that's that's a great onboarding process. So investor funds go into the escrow account, third party, and then they're released to title at closing. Yeah, exactly. Um, if the sponsor's got some capital improvement funds allocated that sits in yeah. the escrow account or gets released. And yeah, then the exactly. sponsor says, Hey, I've got these hundred investors. Now we're take over the distribution and making sure yeah. that we've got their ACH information, project updates, exactly. so on and so forth. And, and the, the other thing is that, that, so these guys with the mobile home park, they've already closed on the deal. It's right. just a recapitalization. Beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, you know, that, that doesn't have that time constraint. Um, so you could close, for example, with a bridge loan um, and then do a recap or, or sell some equity in order to pay off the bridge loan. So there's all kinds of ways in which you can structure it if you're really time sensitive and need to get it done and then want to raise post-closing. 
Yeah, or you could close cash and really try to steal some deals on the acquisition side uh, because you're a cash buyer and then turn around and recapitalize it. Yeah. You know, almost immediately. Yeah. So, you know, that that's there's all kinds of options here, which you can. And, you know, I think that we are probably one of the only platforms out there bringing net new capital to this space. Interesting. Good point. Yeah. You really got my gears turning here, Levy. Um, really got my gears turning. In fact, after we get off this, I got a pr- couple of projects I want to run by you after we after we stop recording to see if it'd be a fit. Uh, this is very interesting. Well, you know, what really excites me about it is the ability to offer just anybody access to this kind of asset class. Um, Because, because, you know, it'll make a big difference in a lot of people's lives uh, long term. I don't think people realize, you know, how, how powerful uh, real estate is in the wealth creation process. 100%. Hundred percent, and and you need to be an own, you know, in this in this world. If you're going to pull ahead financially, it's been my experience. You need to be an owner, and and the closer you are to the the equity, or being the equity, the the, the better. You know, if you're if you're removed in a REIT situation, there's been a lot of hands in the pot before you. If you're yeah. a direct participant owner, that's where the you know that's where the juice is. But clearly, being an operator is not for everybody. Real estate's extremely yeah. difficult and messy. Um, and there's going to be a much smaller contingent of folks that raise their hand and opt into being the operator and handling acquisitions and getting compensated as they should. That leaves everybody else that, um, I mean, we talk about syndications all the time with to, to really smart, sophisticated, educated, successful, wealthy people that have never even heard of a syndication, you know, and they're 50 years old and they've got, you know, multi-million dollar net worth. And so we kind of say that the addressable market there of people that are, uh, uh, have the wherewithal to invest in real estate, even at, you know, a hundred K minimum is this massive contingent. If you're talking about a thousand dollar minimum, you're talking about everybody basically in America that has a, you know, chance to, to get into this, um, which is very, very compelling. Very compelling. Yeah. And it's interesting. One of the key differences as well between us and some others out there, which is that we, you know, you have these companies which do reggae offerings, buy up a bunch of properties and then kind of divvy them up and sell them to the public. Sure. Um, uh, but they're, they're limited to the amount of um, properties they can actually purchase. Whereas in our situation, we're just a facilitator. So right. anyone who's buying real estate out there, and we can have almost an endless supply which we will have of real estate opportunities for the public to look at and to build their portfolios on. Right. Let's, let's talk Levy about this uh, $5 million cap again. Is that per yeah. sponsor? Is it per LLC per offering? How, how does that play? It goes the all the way up to the individuals. It goes right. up to the people themselves. And that's an Devin SEC Elder rule. Can, can raise $5 million on your platform in this calendar year or in the next yeah. 12 months. Yeah. Within the 12 month period. I see. Um, that's it's an SEC rule. Actually, it used to be just one million dollars, which is why it wasn't really relevant for real estate. Right. You know why you hadn't heard of a lot of real estate people hadn't heard of Reg CF because a million dollars wasn't going to get them anywhere. It went right. up to five million on March fifteenth of twenty twenty one. Okay, that's yeah, that's perfect timing for your yeah for your <laughs> yeah. That's compel five million makes it compelling. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot you can do um, nationally with that kind of with that kind of capital, even though it's on the smaller side of you know commercial real estate in general. That's still 
that's still pretty powerful. Yeah, it can buy uh, a $20 million deal, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. Um, what else should the sponsor or what else should the sponsor know about this platform that we haven't covered or the prospective well, sponsor? For, for, for right now, you know, we're brand new. So we are offering, uh, so there are fees associated with it, of course, yeah. but we're, we're basically waiving a lot of those fees for the first number of deals on our marketplace. Uh, because we're new, you know, we want to make sure that people understand that, uh, you know, that it was still in beta, right? So, you know, as, as a beta product, we can't really uh, charge the full amount, but that's not going to be forever. <laughs> uh, so, so if anyone's interested, there are some, we are waiving some fees right now. Um, but, uh, you know, we're really excited about getting going. So, um, uh, you know, first year launched, it's a four single family homes. Uh, in North Carolina. So, you know, North Carolina has, you know, it's, it's grown quite a bit uh, in terms of um, appreciation um, sure. and it has a lot of institutions in the Charlotte area have bought single family homes for rentals. I mean, it's, it's very, very big, you know, open door and others uh, American home for rent have bought a lot of single family homes. So right. it's a really good market for that. So our first deal is four single family homes. They actually new construction new, or, or new construction. They're actually being built right now. So they're on the contract and they're being built right now. Sure. And then they should close sometime in the end of June, July, beginning of July. And then three months later, distribution should go out. Um, so that's the, and it's not a bad, you know, the IRR is about 20% uh, on this target IRR is 20%. Right. Um, 8% preferred return, uh, seven year hold. Um, and uh, Kurt Chen, who's the guy who's the sponsor, he's already got $40 million of assets under management just in this asset class, just single family homes. Mm-hmm. So that's what he does. Um, so it, it's it's the same deal he would have offered private equity is what we're yeah, offering just regular like homes on the platform, maybe getting exposure to new uh, potential equity sources, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, he's he he, he he's, uh, he's offering this deal to to regular retail, non-accredited investors, which I think is, you know, very nice of him. You know, I think that's what people should do. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's really going up up the floodgates. I mean, you know, you had legislation a handful of years ago that opened up some of the uh, Reg B and C stuff that has kind of changed the world, and this is even taking it to a larger audience. So yeah, that's that's all good stuff. So on the same um, in the same vein here, how about for the perspective, what I would call you know, first time passive investor going, well, this is new to me. I'm used to just buying something on E Trade and hoping it goes up. This is a little different. Um, you know, what, what haven't we covered for that person that's looking at the platform, looking to invest in a project? Well, it's important that we note that it's, according to the SEC and FINRA, et cetera, these are alternative investments and they consider them to be highly speculative. So yeah. that's a key difference between, sure. you know, if you go on E-Trade and you buy something which is, you know, um, gone through an IPO process, et cetera. It, it's different than this. So that's the first thing to note, right. that you're going into alternative assets. Um, the other thing to note, though, is that they're cash flowing, a lot of these, which means that you're going to actually get um, checks in the mail <laughs> right. or, or, or money in your bank account based right. on this investment, which is different than what you would get on E-Trade. You know, you're waiting for it to go up on E-Trade. Well, hopefully here you look at the real estate prices of homes in North Carolina will go up. Um, but it's also illiquid, right? You can't you can't sell it. Although 
Uh, in this particular deal, uh, you can sell. He, he allows you to trade it, to sell to other people, but there's no marketplace to right. kind of sell it. You can sell it to your neighbor, to your friend, et cetera, but it's sure. difficult. To, there's no real marketplace to sell it if you want to get out of it. So it's somewhat illiquid, but it is cash flowing and there's risk associated with it, but it's real estate backed. Uh, so you know, if you want to get into real estate at a low barrier to entry from a financial perspective, um, what are all the opportunities out there for you to do it? This is, this is a, you know, one of them. I love it. Yeah. Taking that uh, minimum down to a thousand dollars is completely different animal than a hundred thousand dollar LP check that you might write into a larger syndication. I love it. Well, Lady, I'm excited about your platform. I'm excited about the vision for what you guys have. Uh, I do want to talk to you about a couple project ideas. If somebody wants to uh, log in, you know, see the, see the marketplace, see the platform, where can they do that? So it's invone.com. Yeah. Invon is made up of two words, invest and own. So it's a two-sided marketplace, investors and owners. Can you so I-N-V-O-W-N. Perfect. Invon. Invon.com. And um, you'll see as you as the page loads, you should be able to see the investment opportunities loading and, and sign up. And it's a pretty straightforward process. You put the investment in the cart and then you check out and, and you're done. I love it. Yeah, great. We'll link to that. We'll link it to your website in the show notes. Uh, Lady, thanks for jumping on. I encourage anybody that's uh, curious about this on the sponsor side or on the passive investing side to, to go check it out. And I want to uh, maybe have you back on in 24 months and see where the the platform has grown to and, and what uh, kind of projects you've done, et cetera. But I wish you the, wish you the best of luck moving forward. I'm excited about your, your platform. Thank you so much, Evan. It's been an honor to be on. Okay, great. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to the DJE podcast. For more information, please go to djetexas.com.